Well, hello again, everybody. How's everyone doing today? Here we are on a Wednesday. I'm your host, Gilbert Rios, and you're listening to the Six Rings Podcast. What a day it was yesterday in the world of sports. You had the NHL playoffs. You had the NBA playoffs. And you had the much-anticipated, much-talked-about NBA draft. Draft lottery, excuse me. So let me start with the NBA playoffs first. I'll get to the draft in a minute. Yesterday, Golden State 116, Portland 94. Golden State leads 1-0. Steph poured in 36 points, 6 boards, 7 dimes, and 9, count them, 9 3-pointers made. So, I was I was looking forward to this game yesterday, recorded on a DVR, what, expecting a nice, you know, Nice little battle, nice little competition, but man, these Warriors, man, they just looked, they looked too comfortable yesterday. Almost felt like a regular season game or a preseason game if, at that. The Warriors, they just, and again, it goes back to that same conversation. Do the Warriors need KD, as I talked about yesterday? But I'm not, I'm not saying that they don't need him or, or, and, or they don't miss him because I'm sure they do. But man, these these Warriors, they just looked really, really comfortable. And Portland, Portland just looked, they just looked overmatched, so to speak. Just on a different level. Or maybe they're just tired from the previous series. But either way, it was a good victory for the Warriors. They looked really good. Now, I know I brought up yesterday, yesterday's podcast, you know, do the Warriors, if the Warriors win the championship this year, does... Does Kevin Durant leave? And I'm going to say again, I think he does. If they win without him, that is. But if they win again, and Katie does leave, now then I start thinking, what about Boogie Cousins? Do you think he stays? I mean, the dude's been hurt. Dude's been injury prone for quite a bit now. And so I don't think he's going to get a lot of money that he thinks he's going to get. And I don't think he's in a position to ask the Warriors, you know, or demand a lot of money from the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to be almost like, hey, you want to stay? This is what you're going to get. And so for Boogie, if he, uh, it'd be smart for him to stay, I think. If he, I mean, but if he chooses to leave, then, hey, good for him. But I don't think he's going to get the money that he's looking for. That maybe he thinks the Warriors are going to give him. Because I don't think they will. So if Boogie stays, KD leaves, you still got Draymond, you still got Clay. And again, people think he's going to leave, but I say no. And you got Steph. So the Warriors got nothing to worry about, even if KD leaves. I'm not going to, and like I said yesterday, I'm not saying they're going to win every year, but they're going to be, they're not in bad shape. They're not the Lakers. All this talk about the Warriors, it's like it's going to take a hit. They're going to take a hit if KD leaves. I think absolutely no. In the other playoff, in the other game in the NBA playoffs yesterday, or I think it was today, you had Milwaukee 108 over Toronto 100. Brooke Lopez 
29 points, 11 boards, 4 blocks, 4 three-pointers made. And Greek Freak poured in 24 points and 14 boards of his own. So, man, what happened? What got into Brooke Lopez yesterday, dude? Almost like he took a swig of Michael's secret stuff from that water bottle. So, it looks like it's going to be Milwaukee and the Warriors. Now, I'm not saying the Milwaukee-Toronto series is over. Because it's not. Nothing is over! Nothing! You're right, Rambo. It's not over. But if Milwaukee keeps playing the way they do, and if Brooke Lo- Lopez keeps this up, then it might be a quick series. In other news, other NBA news, 76ers coach Brett Brown agrees to re- return for one more year. So, Sixers fans, what do you guys think? If Brett Brown doesn't do it again next year, do you just finally just break up the whole thing? And I mean from top to bottom, because with that talent that you guys had, you shouldn't have came shouldn't have came to an end like that. But then again, I guess it was Kawhi Leonard's fault. <laughs> Thanks, Kawhi. You're a funny dude. So now let's talk about the NBA draft, my favorite topic of the day. Because if you heard me yesterday, man, like I said, everyone was talking to Knicks. Everyone was saying Knicks was going to get number one when anyone can get number one. And look who got number one, the New Orleans Pelicans, with I believe only a 6% chance to even get the number one pick. And they pulled it out. So now, now the question is, if you're the Pelicans, do you draft Zion? Draft him. And then trade him to New Orleans. Or, I'm sorry, New Orleans. You trade AD to the Lakers for their fourth pick. And I believe Lonzo's involved in that too, with his broken jump shot. But for Zion, did you guys see how happy he was before the before the announcement? He's all happy, all giddy. In his mind, he was probably thinking, man, I'm on my way to New York. I'm just, I already looked for apartments. I'm about to tear it up. And then the, then the, then the announcement came. New Orleans Pelicans will, will receive the first pick in the NBA draft. And did you see Zion's face? Like he lost on the prices right. Yep. Dude was heartbroken. Did you see how fast they took him off the out of that room, ESPN? I mean that guy that dude was gone. But then there's other reports saying that what if the Knicks did get him? They did get the number one pick. They picked Zion. But the, but what if their plan was to trade Zion to New Orleans for A D? for Anthony Davis. Almost as using bait for KD and Kyrie to join them in New York. But now that 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 looks like it's not going to happen now. I mean, Knicks fans, you got to be just disappointed. But it's not over yet on the on the Zion saga because this this dude doesn't even have an agent yet. So he could, he could just go right back to Duke, you know, 
I mean, that guy could just be like, you know what? I missed the senior ball, so I'm just going to go back. I'll go back to Duke. I got some homework to do. So, so this story's not done yet. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. Because I think, uh, man, if he goes back to school, you know, or even if he pulls a, a Jeff George, an Eli Manning, a John Alway, and refuses to play for the team, and they just trade away his rights. I, I mean, I mean, I know we, we're in a we're in a different era, but f if it was me, you know, I'm from the old school, so let's just say I get drafted by you know Washington, sign your three year deal, show them what you're worth, and then bounce out if you still want to bounce out to the team where you want to go. But starting off on starting off like this right off the bat, I don't think it's a good idea. But hey, it's his decision. He's going to do what he wants to do. But I think that would be fun if he went back to Duke. So being on the top, being on, we're on the topic of the draft. I was on social media throughout the day today. And I saw a little, a nice little, cool little post that, that uh, read, what was the best draft? So you had 1984, of course, the greatest, the GOAT. Michael Jordan, Charles Barkley, Kim Olajuwon, and John Stockton. Well, you can just end it right there, for all I care. Second option was the 96 draft. Kobe, Allen Iverson, Ray Allen, and Steve Nash. And I think out of all those guys, I think we're always, we're going to, the new generation is going to pick Kobe. Kobe! Then you got the 2003 draft class, LeBron James, D. Wade, Chris Bosh, and Carmelo Anthony. Well, you can take the whole 3 argument out. So it's between 96 and 84. And at the time of the, of the poll, when I read it, there was only about six, six responses. And all six had 1984. Which, hey, it's tough to argue. So I, I invite you listeners, if you're on the, if you're on the Anchor app or if you're listening on the, on the website, you can leave me a voicemail and I could play it on the air and give me your reasons, what, what you, you would pick, 1984, 1996, or 2003. So leave me a voicemail if you want. I'll look, I'll, I'll, I'll hear you guys out and poss possibly put you on the air with me. A nice little shout out. All right, let's go around the ice. NHL playoffs. Boston 2, Carolina 1. Boston now leads three games to none. Almost assume that series is over, but not yet. Then you got the Sharks 5-4 over the Blues. The Sharks lead 2-1. And in hockey news, you got the Buffalo Sabres. Hire Ralph Kruger. No relation to Freddie. As their next head coach. So Sharks fans, how you feeling? Your boys are up two to one. Unless they turn into the San Jose chokes. Like I know they are. And like I know them. So for those of you who don't know, I used to, I originally moved to San Jose in 1981. Left in 2006. So I was there when the Sharks were announced. Or when San Jose was annou announced that they were going to have a pro professional sports team. 
believe I was in eighth grade. And I'll tell you like this. I, I remember it. I was watching TV, local news, breaking news. San Jose will now will now have a professional sports team. We, they just, we, we just don't know. We don't know what, what professional sports we're going to get into. And in my mind, as a you know, young eighth grader, I was like, oh, I was just, okay, cool. Football, baseball, basketball. Let's do it. About a month or so later, breaking news. San Jose will now have a professional sports team in the National Hockey League. And I was like, oh, man. Out of all the sports, you pick hockey. But not to say that I didn't support them. It was my least favorite sport out of the four major sports. So I just thought maybe if my local team had a sport that I'm not too familiar with, maybe I can get behind them, support them, and enjoy the sport. So I was watching the Sharks games when the first year they were playing at the uh, the Cow Palace in San Francisco. And I think on that roster, you know, we had Archer Zerbe, who was awesome back in the day. Um, I want to say Johan Garpenloff was on that team. Anyways, that, that was during there when the Sharks would make the playoffs every year and they would, you know, of course they would get bounced out, but it was during those times when they had a nice little rivalry with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And that was fun. But then after a while, it was just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. And up until this point, it's just still disappointment. But hey, I still call them the San Jose Chokes. I'm not, I'm not calling them San Jose Chokes for nothing, but you know, maybe... Maybe they can turn around. Well, until they turn around, they won't be the chokes. But hey, San Jose, you got to be feeling good. And you guys are up two to one. Let's see how it ends. All right, let's go around the diamond. Talk a little baseball. My favorite sport. All right, yesterday's scores Cleveland 9 0 over the White Sox, Houston 11 4 over Detroit. Pittsburgh 6-2 over Arizona. Cubbies 3-1 over the Reds. Tampa Bay 4-0 over Miami. Toronto 7-3 over the Giants. Mets 6-2 over the Nationals. Cardinals 14 going by touchdowns. Cardinals scored three uh, two touchdowns over the Braves, who came in with three. So you had two touchdowns and a field goal in the baseball game yesterday. Seattle 4, Oakland 3. Milwaukee 6, Philly 1, Minnesota 4-3 over the Angels, and my Dodgers 6-3 over the Pods. Yeah, the Rockies over the Bo Sox 5-4. Kansas City putting in 11 over the Rangers who had 5. And New York and Baltimore postponed. So as we look at the standings, as of this point in the AL Central, you got Minnesota four and a half games up in the Central. You got Tampa Bay half a game up in the East. Then you got Houston seven and a half in the West. National League Central, you got the Cubs with a game and a half lead. You got Philly, two and a half game lead in the East. And then, then you got the Dodgers with the four game lead in the West. So what about Houston, man? Eight game, eight game winning streak. These guys are, these guys are looking pretty good. Almost like that World Series run they had a few years ago. So as we now, as it stands right now, best record by league in the American League, you got Houston at twenty eight and fifteen. In the National League, you got my Dodgers at twenty eight and sixteen. 
So does this look like we're having another crash course? Houston versus Dodgers 2 World Series. I just want my Dodgers back in the World Series. Houston's looking like they might go right back. But he got the defending champs at 23 and 20. Four and a half out of the out of first. So what's up, Bull Sox? Let's say you guys are coming out from the bottom. Earlier in the season, you guys were you guys were terrible. World series World Series hangover, even though you guys won. But my Dodgers are looking good. Houston's looking good. So we'll see what happens. So earlier today on the way to work, I was listening to the radio, listening to sports uh, sports host, sports uh, sports talk uh, sports talk show host, and one of the topics was they brought up what was the best who, who was the best base, baseball player they've ever seen live, and I got to thinking to myself, well, as a kid, I seen Fernando Valenzuela pitch at Candlestick Candlestick Park, which is not even there, former home of the Giants. One guy I was blessed to see. One of the old school guys, I actually got to see Carlton Fisk when he was on the White Sox. I got to see him at Oakland. But then, if I would answer that question, who's the best Major League Baseball player that I've ever seen play live? Well, as a Dodger fan, I'm going to go. I might surprise everybody, or some people not, might not be shocked. I've seen Daryl Strawberry. I believe it was 91. Daryl, hometown hero. They were playing, uh, I was at Dodger Stadium playing the Braves, and Deion Sanders was on that team. I'm talking Jerry Curl, Deion Sanders. Man, I've never seen a human being run so fast from home plate to first. I mean, Deion was fast, boy. Deion was quick. But my favorite player, the best player I've ever seen as a pure athlete to play the game of baseball was Daryl Strawberry. And I believe it was so long ago. I believe he, ended, he finished the game. Three for four, three ribbies, two home runs, including a two-run home run, two-run walk-off in the bottom of the ninth. And that was that was an electric, electrifying feeling. And he hit the home run in our section. I didn't catch the ball, but the ball ended up in our section, right field, in the bleachers. So that was a, that was amazing experience as, as a sports fan for me. So again, listeners. If you want, you drop me a voicemail. Who was your best baseball player you've ever seen? Or who was your best, who's the, your best athlete you've ever seen? And I'll bring it up again on, an, on the next show since we're about to get out of here. I've seen a lot of uh, basketball players, a lot of football players. Um, you know, football, I'm a, I'm a huge Ram fan. I'm an LA Ram fan, original LA Ram fan, born in East LA, 1977. So L.A., even when they went to St. Louis and came back, I was cheering my Rams from San Jose, California, enemy territory, 49ers. So I've, for, and as a Ram fan, I've got to see Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner. Uh, one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen live was uh, Orlando Pace. In basketball, I've seen, I was very blessed to see, you know, living in San Jose, go to a lot of Warrior games. I got to see um, Kevin Garnett a few times. I've seen Kevin Garnett about three, four times, all with Minnesota, including his rookie year when he was coming off the bench. Got to see Dirk, Reggie Miller, Chris Mullen, Kobe, Shaq, you know, twice. So there's a lot of there's a lot of players I've seen live, and maybe I'll bring it up uh, one in my next uh, future episodes on who was some of my favorite athletes that I've ever seen.
But if you want, but if you want, feel free. Drop me a voicemail. You want to leave me leave me a little message on who you've seen, who's your favorite athlete that you've seen live. Leave me a voicemail, and you can be part of the show. Well, the right sports fans again. Thanks for listening. I got to get out of here. I got to go to work tomorrow. I haven't hit the lotto yet, so I still got to wake up and go to work. Hope you guys have a good day at work. And as always, be good to each other. And I'll see you next time.